try and look up all of the political appointees now working in the federal government. You can't. For why this is the case and what can be done to fix it, Chris Wynn, Acting Director for Strategic Issues at the Government Accountability Office. Ms. Wynn, good to have you back. Thanks for having me. Now, this charge that GAO had was to look across the government at ethics programs for political employees. Tell us the scope of what you were trying to do in the first place on the ethics front. So we were requested by Senator Peters, Senator Carper, and Congressman Cummings um, to look at ethics programs in the executive branch. Specifically, our study had two objectives, one of which is to look at the extent to which existing data identify political appointees serving in the executive branch. And the second objective is to look at the extent to which selected agencies use management controls or internal controls to design and implement their programs to meet statutory and regulatory requirements. And you took a sample of agencies to kind of look at the ethics programs and to the extent that they did conform with the law? Uh, Specifically, we selected uh, four entities. They include um, the Department of Health and Human Services, the Department of Interior, and as well as the uh, Small Business Administration. And lastly, we also selected the Executive Office of the President. However, um, EOP did not respond to our information for re- uh, information requests. And the other three did. What did you specifically ask them for? So we looked at their various documents uh, that uh, pertain to their ethics programs. Um, as I mentioned previously, our charge was to look at whether these uh, agencies have appropriate management controls or internal controls to design and implement their programs. So uh, for an example of an internal control measure is to see whether agencies have uh, designated appropriate uh, duties and responsibilities to their staff, or they have uh, effective, whether they have sufficient uh, policies and procedures in place to guide their program. And what did you find? So in terms of the three agencies that we were able to look at, uh, HHS, Interior, and SBA, Generally, these agencies had uh, appropriate management controls um, to meet the basic ethics program's requirements, such as financial disclosure. However, SBA and Interior could do more to strengthen their programs. Um, Specifically, SBA took immediate action during our audit to develop procedures for initial ethics training. Uh, However, it still needs to implement procedures to track and verify that all appointees meet ethics training requirements. Uh, With regards to interior, it needs to, one, ensure that its policies and procedures are accessible to program staff, and secondly, to establish strategic workforce planning process to better manage its human capital needs. And what was the level of agreement that you got? You said SBA said, yeah, we're going to get right on this. How about Interior and HHS? And which officials actually answered the questions? So in terms of SBA, the agency did not uh, agree or disagree with our Uh, recommendations. However, it provided um, immediate uh, documentation to demonstrate that it is taking actions to address our recommendations. And 
as I mentioned, uh, one of the recommendations was to develop procedures for initial ethics training, and SBA satisfied that recommendation, and we reflected that in our report. However, the second recommendation, um, it still needs to implement procedures to track and verify uh, that all appointees meet the ethics training requirements. Interior agreed with both of our recommendations and uh, is in the process of taking actions to address them. Uh, We did not have recommendations for HHS. We're speaking with Chris Nguyen. She's Acting Director for Strategic Issues at the Government Accountability Office. And the other byproduct, I guess, of the research that you did was that there is no single place to look up all of the political appointees at a given moment in the administration, in the executive branch. So there's no corresponding, I guess, database to go along with the Plum Book, which lists all the potential jobs. So the Plum Book is published after every presidential election and is based on data from several months prior. However, the data reflects the positions and individuals filling these positions at a point in time. So it provides a snapshot, but it does not capture changes that occur in between publications. So there is no single source of data on political appointees serving the executive branch that is publicly available, comprehensive, and timely. There are two government sources that have data on political appointees, one of which is the Office of Personnel Management, and the other is the Office of Presidential Personnel. However, the data have significant limitations that impede their usefulness. So OPM's data are incomplete because it does not include information on political appointees within the executive office of the president, and PPO's data are not made publicly available. And what are your recommendations there? To address the data limitation, we are asking Congress to consider legislation requiring the publication of political appointees serving in the executive branch. And you made that recommendation to specifically the executive office of the president or to OMB? This is a matter for congressional consideration. So this is for Congress to consider. I imagine you're going to get a pretty good reception to this one, given everything that's been going on the past several years. And the lack of data, I mean, do you have prior historical uh, references? I mean, was there complete data available five years ago or 10 years ago? Do we know? We did not assess Uh, data going back that far. We did talk to um, PPO officials from prior administrations, and they affirmed that um, PPO does maintain uh, complete information on uh, political appointees. However, this is not made publicly available. And the reason why it's important to have this type of information publicly available is to foster transparency for the public, um, as well as um, such information can also foster congressional oversight. And when we talk about all of the political appointees, do we mean full-time federal employees, or does it also include members of commissions and boards and advisories and consultancies? We reviewed a range of appointees, including presidential appointees with Senate confirmation, so otherwise known as PAS, as well as appointees that um, departed the agency, um, as well as non-career SES, 
uh, which is individuals appointed to the senior executive service positions um, and Schedule C appointees. So we looked at a range of uh, political appointees. Well, let's hope they comply because I think that's a list a lot of people would like to see. Chris Nguyen is Acting Director for Strategic Issues at the Government Accountability Office. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Find a link to her report and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.